But for every time I'm on my knees fixing a freaking toilet or, or fixing a sink or fixing something that's broken or this and that, yeah, it sucks that day. But I'm actually I'm doing something, you know, with my hands, with my with whatever skills I have. That's keeping this house going. That's keeping this thing going. That's making me money so I can make money to buy the next house. And it's just compounding, you know. And I'm because I'm doing if you're just sitting there doing nothing, there's no there's no compounding. It's just a straight freaking line, you know. Welcome to Live, Let, Thrive, a podcast about the Airbnb life, the share economy and everything in between. Here are your hosts, Micah and Steve. Hello. 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 And welcome back to another exciting episode of Live Let Thrive. <laughs> I went high on that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got that Havana Club rum up in you, man. Havana Club. See, I can advertise it on the show because, and you said don't advertise unless you know whatever. But they don't sell it here in the United States of America. Oh, that's more the reason to get paid by. <laughs> <laughs> Everywhere else in the world can enjoy. Fine Cuban rum, but um, I had to bring it back from Argentina. Yeah. So, anyways, yeah, we can bring we can start we can bring stuff back from Argentina uh, from Cuba from now. Cuba now, yeah, yeah, yeah. We can bring cigars and rum. Have you been to Cuba yet? I haven't been. Man, my boy, I, like five of my friends have went to Cuba. Man, ever since that they lifted it, a lot of people have been going to Cuba. <laughs> I've been noticing it. Yeah, everyone's been hitting up Cuba, man. Cuba, I, I highly recommend. I'm not a big cigar smoker. Yeah. I highly recommend. And see, this drink wasn't supposed to be this big with the with the de- the death face on there. <laughs> <laughs> but Micah's on a cleanse right now, so he can't drink. So I had to pour his into mine. So if I yeah, start yeah. slurring the words halfway through the podcast, you'll understand why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm nah, not drinking. Yeah, you see, I got my coffee over here. This is actually my third cup of coffee in my life that I've ever drank. Coffee, it's coffee. Coffee, yeah. I've never, I've never, I've never drank coffee in my life. In the last in the last two weeks, that's my third cup I ever had in my life. So. I knocked that my little baby girl's sock <laughs> off there. It was bugging me from the. <laughs> that's why I put your coffee too. That's but, crazy. Only third cup of coffee mm-hmm. in your entire life. I've never and drink coffee. I've had three cups today alone. <laughs> I, I <laughs> you drink coffee every morning. I, I drink coffee every morning, and this is you know I never really was a huge fan of coffee, mm-hmm. and uh, I just every now and then if I needed something to get you know to to pick me up, I I forced down a cup. This is mm-hmm. back in the old days, you know. Yeah. And bef- before this is you know I go I go a little bit back. I go before Starbucks took over the world. Anyways. I'd always put a lot of cream and sugar in it just to, just to tolerate coffee. Mm-hmm. Went to Starbucks one time, and, I, and every time I put the cream and sugar, I, I would freak it. I would mess it up. Yeah. And so I was like, you know, I would ask them to do it. And one day I was just like, I'm not going to ask. This is so weird. I'm like, I feel like a little kid. Hey, can you put cream and sugar in my coffee for me? I just, like, just, I just try it like that. And I tried it black, and I was like, hmm, this is pretty good. You know, mm-hmm. I was like... I've, I've never had coffee black, and, and it was just a good cup of coffee. It was a Starbucks, and it was above what you know what was the best back then, Seven yeah. Eleven. Anyways, I was Unless like, you "This go is black, you never go back. A- go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, man. Go ahead. That's what I, that's what I say at work. I was, <laughs> strong and black. Yeah, man. And, uh, I, see, I've never had black coffee, though. I'm going to tell uh, you. So go ahead with your story. I'm gonna tell you oh. how I got on coffee. Okay, so remember that. Hold that thought. Yeah. And um, so I, 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 from that moment on, I started kind of like getting into coffee a little bit and, yeah. and learning, you know, little, you know, the ins and outs, until the point where I, I, I 
now I grind my own beans fresh at home. Yeah. And I brew it in this, um, this um, you know, like a French press or something that'll get the most flavor out of it. And you got to do it at a certain temperature. It's a science to making a good cup of coffee. Yeah. So I learned how to do that. So I make a, I make a damn good cup now. And mm-hmm. so I, I enjoy coffee. Okay. See, I might have to have you, you and Mahogany put me on game about it. Because Mahogany told me the other day you can make it at home just like they make it at Starbucks. Just better. To to I make it better than Starbucks. Yeah. See, and a lot of people, like even the guy at work who was telling me, he goes, dude, he goes, you, learn, you have to learn how to make it because you can really make it better than Starbucks. Yeah. So this is how I got on coffee. You know, we went to Portland last week. And, like, we were running around. We only had three days there. So we had to run around, try to see all our family. And like, man, by the second day, because we got there that night, Friday night, Saturday, we had all day to go see people, go to a wedding. So we went, we had a big breakfast. We were kind of, you know, you catch the, that itis after that big breakfast. And Mahogany's like, just try some coffee. She was like, I know you don't like it, just try it. So we go to Starbucks. You know, we were in the Northwest. Yeah, you know, Starbucks run everything up there. Yeah. So we go to Starbucks, and she was like, get, and she's like, let me order for you. She got me this caramel macchiato. Three shots of espresso. I've never had this stuff. <laughs> she gave me three shots of espresso. I don't even know what this stuff is, right? Three shots of espresso, caramel drizzle, all this stuff. You know, so oh I was like, okay, gosh. cool. Man, so um, now we're all the way in Salem, Oregon at this point, And I'm like, okay, I'll go ahead and drive. We, we had to drive back to Portland. 120 <laughs> miles an hour. <laughs> no, no, no. The whole time, you know, I'm, I'm drinking, you know, it was my first cup of coffee, like ever in my life. It's my first cup of coffee, and I'm drinking it. And, like, man, by the time we're about – it's about a 50-minute drive. About 20 minutes of that drive, man, you know, I'm already kind of sluggish. 20 minutes of that drive, I was drinking the coffee, man. I was like – my eyes just <laughs> zooted. I'm like, dang, you know. I'm like, geez. So, you know, I'm like wide awake. I'm like, dang, this stuff really works, you know. So, yeah. I, I, after work today, I went stopped at Starbucks, man. This is my second cup today, actually. This is my third cup of my whole life. Oh, so. Oh, he's hooked now. Yeah, so I don't, I don't know if I'm going to keep doing it, but, yeah, it, it wakes you up. So, yeah, that coffee, I see why – I truly see why some people, you have to have that in the Airbnb, though. Because some oh, people need to. that coffee, You got man. to. You got yeah. To. Like, yeah. I never knew how addicting it is. I see how addicting it is now. You Like, you have, you drink, make yours before work, right? Oh, yeah, in the morning. I'm up at 4.30 in the morning making my cup. Yeah, I got to have it. I got to have it. Dang, man. I, yeah, so it's oh, But just, I enjoy – the thing is that – even if I'm not like um, sleepy or drowsy or something like that, mm-hmm. I still want that good, delicious cup of coffee. It's good. I just it's delicious really? the way I make it. Black. I don't add cream or sugar, nothing to it, because it's it. You have to enjoy the coffee. You 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 wean off of that other stuff that you put. Really? You put a lot of stuff in yours, probably right. Cream yeah, and sugar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, I don't, I don't put anything in that. That's just straight from Starbucks. The oh, they made it. So yeah, they they, made they it. put all the shit in there. Yeah, there anyways. You go. If you start enjoying like a like a regular black cup of coffee and um, start you know you'll start tasting the coffee. Right now yeah. you're tasting sugar and milk. Pretty much with a little bit of coffee in it. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty much what like that's what everybody says. That's what yeah. Starbucks does with those macchiatos. No, and all that. man, they got so much. Yeah, but um, but you just start drinking the you start appreciating the flavor for it. Mm-hmm. You know? And so um, yeah, welcome to the coffee club, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm a wean off of it though. I was like, man, this stuff got me zooted yeah. over here, man. But yeah, you got a big cup too. I thought you could start yeah. off with the small cups. Yeah, that's know? a large man. <laughs> yeah, she started me off with the um, small or the medium, and man, once I had it once, I was like, let me get a large, man. It, it'll wake you up, man. I never knew coffee to do that. You know, I'm like, man, coffee about to wake me up, man. <laughs> yeah, it'll wake you up. So, so reboot. This is episode eighty-five. Yeah, episode 85, 15 away from 100. Oh, man, 85. 
and I think back at that number. Well, first of all, this is your favorite Airbnb, VRBO, HomeAway, share Turo, Share Economy, yeah. Hustle, Bustle, Real Estate Podcast. Your favorite one in the world, I hope so. I hope you're not cheating on us with other podcasts. But if you are, you know, you know whatever. We can all see other people, right? And so other <laughs> podcasts. Swing it up. <laughs> Swing it up. <laughs> like those, those sling, seen those Slinger commercials? The, the, you know, Sling TV? Yeah. It's like, yeah. And they, call, and they call themselves, oh, we're Slingers. But it sounds like they're saying oh, Swingers, you know. <laughs> Come over and you know, and we'll have some fun. Whatever. It's, it's a funny commercial. It's a funny commercial. I haven't seen We're it. Slingers. Um, so yeah, this is episode eighty-five, and, and when I think eighty-five, because we always, you know, we're rolling in the six-four. Just a, it just seems like just a few weeks ago we we're rolling yeah. in the six-four, but now we're up to the eight-five. Man, and um, there's some good cars back in the eighties too. And um, yeah, the first, I, I guess the first when I was a kid, the first numbers I remember writing down because you had to put your name and date on papers in school, right? Yeah. I can vividly remember it writing down 1984 and 1985. I can remember those numbers writing really? them down. And so that's my first yeah, foray into into writing and, and keeping track of dates. I wasn't like alive then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was born in 77. 77? So that would make me, like, well, what, let me see, 3 plus 4 is 7. 12, I would have 7. So I was in school. You got 12 years on me. Yeah. yeah well. <laughs> <laughs> Our wives are the same age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm hitting, <laughs> I'm hitting that tray this month. Well, next two months, I'm hitting the tray. The oh, big, nice. Dirty 30. Dirty 30. Yeah. Big party, big blowout. Yeah, 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 I'm going to the Bahamas, man. Oh, that's right, that's right. Yeah, that's I'm, right. I'm getting on the world's largest cruise ship. Whoa. Symphony of the Seas. Yeah, we're getting on the world's largest cruise ship. Dang, that's awesome. I know, man. So, how, how question, how, how is 30? Like, what's the transition from 30 to 40, like... Mentally and, like, from a business standpoint. From a business standpoint. Yeah, mentally and from a business standpoint. Man, you know, hmm, that's a good question. That's a good question. Huh. I think I started I started cleaning up my act a little around 30. Yeah. Yeah. You got a good jump on, on me because I was still out there partying and doing my thing in my <laughs> 20s. And um, so I think that's when I, that's right around, you know, um... I acquired a baby mama, and <laughs> he said, "Acquired a baby mama." <laughs> and um, yeah, I got it. You know, my daughter, because yeah. she, oh, she was born in. No, she's born in. Anyway, okay, we're thinking thirty, early, early thirties, whatever. Yeah. So, so my daughter was born. She's eleven years old. What would that make? Was that I'm bad with math right 31? now. Thirty one. You were thirty one. I was thirty one then, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I think was that's 31. a good age for your first so, kid, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it was a, it was a blessing. And, um, anyways, so, you know, I started cleaning my act up a little. I started looking for a house right away. That's, that's when I first got my, my, that's when I got my first house, right okay. after I had my daughter. And, um, so you've been in so, real estate like 10 years. Well, that wasn't real estate. That was just buying a house to be responsible. That's real estate, man. That's, yeah. Yeah, yeah I did, that's I, real I was, estate. Oh, well, check it out. Check it out. Okay. According to Kiyosaki, I acquired a liability. A, a liability. Yeah. It wasn't a, an asset until I started written it out, right? That's what, yeah, that's that's what true. Kiyosaki That's true. Was. So I was, I but considered been, real estate when I jumped out of it and started written it out. That's when I considered When you looked at it as an asset. Real estate. Gotcha. Because I have a lot of friends that have houses that they ain't into real estate. They yeah. just have a Real big, estate's a mental state of mind. When you, I like that. When you, when you found out that house wasn't an asset to you, you, you changed the, the way you looked at it. Right, right, yeah, yeah. right. Uh, but I did, 
I did have because it was me in a four bedroom house, so I did have um, a roommate or two at certain times. Yeah. So I kind of house hacked, la, 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 house hacked it, where I was living for free and mm-hmm. or just paying utilities or something like that. So I, even back then, I was doing a little yeah, bit. Yeah, so you was you was, you was dabbling in a real estate <laughs> game, you know. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, so thirty, I cleaned up my act, and um, I guess getting closer to midway or getting closer to forty. You know, that's when I was like, man, I really need to up my game. You know, that's mm-hmm. when I brought my brought my wife here towards you know the end of my thirties, yeah. and um, and so I was like, this is cool and all. We live in the same house I've been living in, but I really want you know, and we're gonna have kids together. Yeah. So I really, really want to up my game. I want to I want to have a nice lifestyle and stuff. And um, that's when I was thinking of really going heavy on the real estate. So yeah. that forty was you know, getting close to forty. That was the the next change in my life. Yeah. And so. Um, yeah, and here I am. I'm 41. So, so in your 30s, you say that's when you kind of start calming down. That's when I started. Yeah, well, I started getting a little more serious. Got the house, yeah. and get, you know, yeah, calming okay. down a little bit. Because that's what I'm starting to look at. Like, when will I? I, I'm, I feel like I'm calm, but like, when will I mentally just be like, I'm just chilling right now? You know, that that breeze. I, I think it'll be a while. You know, because you know when I was off those seven months. Because I talked to my boy, and he lives all the way overseas, and he was talking, and he said, yo, retirement's overrated. I was like, yo, I was retired for like seven months, and I'm like, it really is, man. <laughs> That's, but I was like, if I had a life coach, I bet you I would have found something else, you know what I mean? Right, right. But, yeah, and I, I, I was interested in that. Like, what, what's your – because that trend – because I think 32 is the magic number of your mind starts to change, and then I, you, it's like every – 10 years or whatever I always wonder what that change was like Because I partied from like When I was 19 Nah, 18 to about 24-ish But I moved Like as soon as I graduated high school I moved thousands of miles away And then Been partied Then I was being mahogany Settled it down You know, so Yeah Yeah And you got married You got married young Well, yeah, pretty much You're People, in tw- married in your 20s I consider that young Yeah, yeah, yeah 24 four, 25, 25, 25, 26. One of them, you know, been married four years. So hit huh. the dirty 30 this year. <laughs> the dirty 30. So I, don't know, I just want to know that change, you know, like. I guess it, it kind of has it helps you put like a benchmark on something. Is it, you know, it's just like, it's, I've always said it, you know, it's just um, um, rotations around this, you know, we're on a rock going around yeah. a, another, like a star, you know. Yeah. And like it doesn't, there's no end point or beginning point, right? It's, yeah. That's what we just how we keep track of what a year is. And I'm just yeah, like, yeah. it doesn't really... Some people are mature as fuck in their 20s, and some people are, you know, yeah. partying in their 20s. Some people are mature as hell in their 40s. Some people are yeah, still yeah. partying in their 40s, whatever. But, uh, yeah, yeah, it is. It just hits people different. See, I, I asked you, because I know you, you know what I'm saying, you're getting into real estate, buying houses, you know, and I be... I, I look at people like you, like, you know, you're older, you have... The wisdom that I need, and that's why I was telling my, uh, we were telling our family member, you should become a life coach because you you probably don't. We sometimes when you look in the mirror, you sometimes look more at your flaws, but forget to look at what you can offer and bring to a table. Right. And right. so, especially with age, you know, what I'm saying with age brings wisdom. That's the thing about wisdom, you know, age brings wisdom. But because yeah. I'm like, man, what will I be in ten years? You know, and I, I do live not for the moment. I live. I enjoy the present, but I do try to build for the future. So yeah, yeah, that's, what, that's how you got to do it, man. Yeah, because I'm, I'm ready to turn thirty, man. It's good to have that three, you know, in front <laughs> of that, that three right there. You know, that twenties is getting old. It was fun, you know. 
It's fun while it lasted, right? Yeah, yeah. It's just a number, man. Yeah. Y'all still enjoy life to the fullest. Straight up. Enjoy life to the fullest. And that's what, um, I guess we were talking about, because you were, um, you were kind of semi-retired for seven months, right? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, and, it, and it's funny, because, like, I, you know, I, I, even up until recently, I kind of cooled down on the house search thing. You know, I still glanced at them. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, you know... I might throw some Ramsey at my at my at my stuff right now. I might start trying to pay off certain things and slow down. We'll just chill at this house and but then I started getting bored just even thinking just just a, just a few days trying to take yeah. off and I started I got to look at something. I got to yeah. look I got I got to I got to figure out some. I got to figure out a way to get to the next house and then make this one uh, a money maker too. Yeah. And I just I just had that I just I don't know if I can just sit back on the sidelines, man. And just it just mm-hmm. it sounds like a great idea on paper, right? Yeah. Sit back and pay off all you know whatever, pay off certain debts, and then just um and just let it ride like it is right now. But no, I just want I just want to go for the next thing, you know. It's just like yeah. um, it's not it's not they say it's not the it's not the goal, it's the journey or something like that, you know. Because mm-hmm. once you reach that goal, hey, you know, like Tom Brady, we won the first Super Bowl. Ah, okay, we're cool. I can he retire now. He doesn't cel- he doesn't celebrate the the victory. He wants the the chase or the uh, yeah. the, the process. Because that's why he won't yeah. retire. Why should he retire? I mean, he just he enjoys the whole thing, the whole journey, the whole year, ups and downs, and all that stuff, camaraderie with his with his teammates and this and that. Can we do it again? Is it possible? Am I too old? He when you're enjoys- too good at something, I think you have to retire. When you're too good. When you're too good. Like, that's why I think Michael Jordan is considered the greatest. Like, he was just so good, nobody can beat him. He leaves for a year and a half, comes right back and dominates the league. So he's like, I've mastered this. But then after the Bulls, he stayed out for a little bit. They came back again, and he wasn't the yeah, same. He, he, he realized it. Okay, it's time, it was time for me to leave. Right. I right. think that's what happened. Like, Tom Brady, because he, he's lost a bunch of Super Bowls. He's also three Super Bowls or so. Yeah, but yeah. I think that thrive. He's like, okay, I lost against the Eagles. Let me come back and do it again. And he did it, you know, because he's he's been to what, how many straight Super Bowls now? Three. Was he had three straight? Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> and he's already favored to win next year. It's, it's you know, nuts. I feel like yeah, when you're you're so good at something, you know, or like, or, or even if you're just so talented at something, you probably won't work as hard. Like the most talented basketball player we've probably ever seen is LeBron James. Just pure raw talent out the box. Mm-hmm. So sometimes he might not have to work as hard as someone else. Like I remember, I was watching this show about Randy Moss, and his coach said this. He goes, "Yeah, he doesn't sometimes work as hard as other people." He goes, "Because he doesn't have to. He literally no looks at the guy in front of him, knows he's going to beat him every time." <laughs> I'm like, "Dang, man! Like that? That's crazy. You know, like yeah. that's crazy. You know." He but, took plays off. Yeah, I mean, if you're not challenged by something, you won't. You know, even with keeping employees around, if they're not challenged, they ain't going to stay around. Unless they just pretty much gave up, whatever. Gave up on life. Yeah, <laughs> just that's like, true. That's just, true. But you're talking about, like, talented, yeah, talented yeah, you, employees. You, 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 yeah, you know what I'm saying. And, and that's what a lot of, like, the business or real estate, whatever podcast, a lot of them say, you know, find your why. Straight up. You yeah. know, and because um, it's not just like, oh, okay. Why are you in real estate? Because uh, I want a hundred houses. That's my that's my that's my goal. Okay, why the fuck you want a hundred houses? <laughs> that's, <laughs> just you, a, that's just a number. Or, or I want to be a millionaire. I want to have ten million in the bank. Okay, why do you want ten million in the bank? 
Yeah. You know, that's just these numbers we make up. There has to be like a why behind it. Instead Straight of just up. arbitrary numbers, you know. Yeah. And so. Because um, once you get the why, you're going to, okay, what's next? I guess, yeah. And I guess doing, you know, real estate, it is challenging. Good. I tell my friends. And, and you know, and, and I think about this. I'm like, for every toilet I fix, yeah. you know, I'll say what you will. I can play a plumber to plumber to go out there and switch out a toilet for two hundred dollars, or I can do it myself for free. Uh, you know, there's always there's always balances, but everything you know, everything I'm doing, I always think to myself, I'm actually doing something. I got buddies out there, they punch the clock, they go home, sit down and watch TV, and that's their life. But for every time I'm on my knees fixing a freaking toilet or, or fixing a sink or fixing something that's broken or this and that, yeah, it sucks that day. But I'm actually I'm doing something, you know, with my hands, with my with whatever skills I have, that's keeping this house going, that's keeping this yeah. thing going, that's making me money, so I can make money to buy the next house, and it's just compounding, you know. Yeah. And I'm because I'm doing. If you're just sitting there doing nothing, there's no there's no compounding. It's just a straight freaking line, you know. Hopefully you stay yeah. above the the freaking um, inflation rate. Yeah. But if you're actually out there, you know, hustling, trying to do things every single day, dealing with customers or dealing with um, um, renters or dealing with um, Airbnbers, yeah, it's work. And you're like, you know, this kind of sucks sometimes. Or I'm on vacation. I have to freaking, you know, worry about something while I'm on vacation. And um, but but for every little thing, for every shitty moment, it it adds up to the compounding, like um, the ball, the snowball that's like rolling down the hill, you know. And it's yeah. and it's and I always try to tell myself that while I'm doing that, you mm-hmm. know. And I'm just like, this is this is something I'm doing. This no one else is doing this right now, or there's you know none of my friends are doing this thing right now. My friends call me, hey, should I rent out my house? It's gonna be work. It's <laughs> it's gonna be work. Man, you should tell your friends to call me. It ain't no work at all. <laughs> but no, nah, I mean, uh, yeah, because like I dealt with the thing. Like, well, I'm, I'm a thousand. I'm like three. I'm like five hours from one of my rentals in Arkansas. And I had some stuff come up, but I mean, outsourced it. But yeah, I mean, it takes some time. It is work. You you gotta. I'll say this: you, you got to come up with systems if you don't want it to be work. I mean, I would, I would like tell them, I'm like, depends on what kind of personality you are. If you like to do things yourself, it's going to be work. If you don't mind hiring it out, looking at the math, make sure you still make a profit. You can hire it out and make money, you know. So now check this out on that topic. Yeah, and this would be a good a good way of titling the show. You know, um, the the benefits of do it yourself or something like that you know we yeah. titled it whatever changing str landscape wild wild west is over which we'll get back to that you know yeah. you know how we do things we, we don't even we shouldn't even title the show sometimes apple watch what's up oh you got the apple watch <laughs> yeah i got an apple watch too oh yeah Shout it's out. convenient man yes sir you got know, the new one because it uh is a three Three. Okay, that's what I got. Three. But you know, I swim with it and all that stuff. You know, shout out to <laughs> Apple. Um, get the Apple credit card, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Changing the game. I don't know. I didn't even look at it. Oh yeah. Go ahead, because I got something to ask you about the Ramsey thing you said. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. What the freak was I talking about? Let me see if I can find it. Was that oh, the pride of doing stuff. Yeah. And you and you were saying, you were telling me, you know, you know. Back on the last episode, you know why? You know why? Why would you do that? Why would you be doing that yourself? Or why would you, you know, mm-hmm. pay, you know, outsource as much as you can? Which is which is brilliant. I mean, you should do that. But 
this this um I forgot her name. This girl, this girl came on. Uh, this girl from Canada. She came on uh, Bigger Pockets okay. last week. Did you hear that episode? Uh-huh. Was it last week or the week before? Anyways, she's up there in Canada, and what she's been doing since she was, and she's young. She's in her twenties, and um, and she 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 goes and buys fixer upper houses, uh-huh. lives in them, and then um and then fixes them. She does it like from the freaking. What do they call it? From the Florida, the studs. For I mean, she takes it down, and she fixes these houses up. They need a lot of work, so she gets a good deal on these houses, right up there in Canada. And so, and so she fixes them up all herself. Like you said, you you know, well, why aren't you hiring it out? Blah blah. blah. That you know, the one guy on, on bigger pockets, they bust each other's chops. Oh, well, why'd you do that yourself? You could have hired somebody, and yeah. your your time is worth ten thousand dollars an hour or whatever. Instead, you're doing five dollar an hour work or some shit like that. But this girl. She turns that on its head in a way, okay? because we mentioned Instagram earlier. Anyways, a cute, you know, cute, skinny, you know, white girl. Cute, right? I'm just saying. I'm just putting it out there. She's cute. Yeah. And um, 20, 20-something-year-old. And she, um, she documents all the, all the fixes she does on the house. You mm-hmm. know, she'll do the drywall on the walls. Or she'll put some shiplap somewhere. Or she'll show, a, like, she'll redo, you know, take out a toilet. She'll redo a bathroom. She does everything. And and her um her fiance or husband whatever he is now he helps her you know too also but and he helped and um and she puts it all on Instagram yeah and so she's she's turned something which you what most people would say outsource it because you're wasting your time she turned the fact she turned the videos of her doing these things and teaching people and um and these she makes these cool ass videos throws them on the IG and has thousands of followers right. Mm-hmm. And um, so I, I don't even know if she has. I think she has a YouTube channel too. But what does that mean? I mean, thousands of followers, and then she went on bigger pockets, so she has more thousands of followers, right? And so this thing, which why would you, why would you do the drywall yourself? Well, I made videos of it, and now I'm getting paid on the IG, or I'm getting paid on the on YouTube for using my hands to do it myself. So she turned it on its head. She turned that part of she it. She didn't turn it on its head. She just created a business. She created a business out of it. <laughs> she yeah. didn't turn, no, Yeah, she just, all she did was create a business. So she fixes these the houses up by herself with her with help of her husband. And they, and they, um and yeah, document it all. You know, the time she enjoy doing it? She loves doing it. There you go. That's she her passion. She loves doing it. It's her passion. Makes this house freaking beautiful, flawless. Rinse it out. On to the next one. Let's buy the next house. I agree. And we'll fix it up with our hands. Okay. Yeah, they could they could pay some contractors, knock it out in a week. They might take longer because it's just them two. But they get the, the pride and the joy of fixing these houses. They document it so they're getting paid for it. money. Exactly. And they're getting paid. They get paid for the house. And they're getting paid for their stardom, their budding stardom. Hey, yeah. who knows? They might get a show on HGTV in the future. That's what I'm saying. So, so you can turn something that say, oh, that's just a waste of your time. That's a waste of your time. But that's you a know? different scenario, though. Because she created a business. She created a business. If you're just going over there doing it, like you just go mow your lawn, like you said. What's the benefit besides, okay, I did it myself. What's the benefit of it? Of mowing your own yard? Yeah. I mean, you, you she because you have to realize time is money, right? Right, right. She just used her time and turned it into a profit. I, I'm down for that. Like the yeah, I, I've always told people if you're on Instagram, you should use it for 100 percent business. I think Nick Cannon had a whole show about it. He goes, if you're on Instagram, 
because I think they own the rights to your photos. He goes, if they own the rights to your photos, you have to just sit there and use it as a business. Right, right. Which I love. I, I actually want to. I'm about to go listen to that episode now. <laughs> Send yep. me the episode. I want to listen to it too. Yeah, I, I got to listen to that. Is she on YouTube? She has to be. If she's making. Money. She would have to be on YouTube. I'll, I'll, I'll forward you the IG and who she is. But um, great videos. They're real cool because they do the time lapse. You know, real fast. Doing whatever things in the house. But um, but yeah, the, I mean, it's, 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 it's that's cool because she. I, it, you mentioned the the cutting the grass. I hate. I fucking. I've hated it since I was little. Like right? cutting the yard. So I'm glad. I love. I love outsourcing that yeah. part of it. My cousin, on the other hand, he loves being out and manicure doing keeping a manicured yard. It gives him yeah. pride. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He loves it's doing special. that. He loves keeping his garden pristine and all that mm-hmm. shit. You know, I, yeah. I don't need all that. But he that's just something that brings yeah, him joy. He, he talks about crepe myrtles. I'm like, dude, you, you're, what are you doing talking about crepe myrtles? Who talks about crepe myrtles? Anyways, and so he um, he enjoys it. And it yeah, brings yeah. so if, if it brings you joy, yeah, yes. cool. It, it pays off and, you know, he pays off with a great yard and your, your um, curb appeal. And it pays off just the pride of it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like um, they said in, in Pulp Fiction, fuck pride. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck pride. <laughs> yeah. No, anyways. But yeah, just because, just, I mean, you did uh, on your arbitrages. Mm-hmm. You did the, you, you and Mahogany did all that work yourselves, right? Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it's, yeah, you, like Mahogany said, it was blood, sweat, and tears, but but y'all got it done. Y'all got it looking nice, and you had a freaking pride afterwards you just sit there and just ah, this is nice this is nice right mount mahogany probably did <laughs> me i'm like i wasted how many hours no, 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 no this is truly what i did though we did have a little bit of a pride but i ain't gonna lie the whole time i'm taking notes on how do we outsource this <laughs> the last two we set up outsourced them. you didn't set them up i had i we had we got a bulk furniture seller he brought everything in there set that stuff up lined up all the bed posts we just sat there Put everything in, we were done. Boom. But I mean, it, it, it depends on. Like me, I like to, I like to see things as a process. Like I think, like like in my job, like it's me and uh, this other engineer, and they always say, "You guys think like engineers, man. We don't think like that, you know. Like we always think of things as a process. How to make this process run better, you know what I mean? How to how to outsource this, you know? And I and I guess it's just. And I, I know how, why, as a little kid, why I'm like that. It's because my dad owned a rental. He owned a duplex, you know. And, man, every Saturday we go over there and we go mow lawns. I'm like, man, when I get older, I ain't doing this crap. <laughs> Look <laughs> at you. Yeah, I ain't doing this crap. You know, like, you know, he has us over there mowing lawns, cutting weeds, you know. But it but it did teach me, you know, he, he, he really didn't teach me about real estate, but it instilled it in me just because he involved us. So then I was like, man, I've owned some crap. I ain't never doing this crap to do. You know, I just, it got instilled in me. And then when I read Rich Dad Poor Dad, I'm like, dang, that's the way I think. I don't want to be doing this crap, you know. So, you know, it, it, it's funny how certain things get instilled in you, you know. Right, right. And, and But you did mention there is one thing that you, you do like doing with your own hands, and that's like building a computer. And yeah, I could like do that, that myself. I can build a computer. I uh, Certain things I like, like one thing I'm really into, that's why I asked you that question about the age difference between 30 and 40, which I have a degree in it, I just don't use it, is psychology. Like, I love psychology, I love sociology. You know, I actually have a degree in it, I just haven't used it. You know, it was my minor, you know, but... Yeah, that was psychology? Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Yeah, I just don't use it, but 
that's one thing I love, you know. And I could like sit there and talk about psychology and stuff like that all day, you know. You know, that's it's funny you should say that because I went to Argentina, right? Yeah. They have more. I, I, I know psychology is kind of it's that it's different from psychiatry, right? Psychology, psychiatry. It's all kind of the same, same a little, little bit. bit. But yeah, go ahead. And um, they have they have more um, psych psychiatrists per capita than anywhere else in the world. Are the people they, happier? The people, I don't know. I don't know if they're happier yeah. or not. It's the big city, and but most of them, most everybody there has a shrink, man. Isn't that yeah. some craziness? And they talk about, yeah, you know, I'll meet you up for drinks later. You know, I, I got to go to my psychiatrist. After my psychiatrist, I'm going to go meet you up. It's just part of their life. Like we do the freaking dentist or whatever to, yeah. to, for maintenance. They have, everybody has a shrink over there. It's the weirdest thing. I'm like, isn't this a third world country? Well, how, how can y'all afford a shrink? <laughs> Oh, for sure. Psychiatrist. But it's just instilled in their culture. Um yeah, psychiatrists helping their brain. That's I mean really? that's just that's just how they roll over there. It's it's weird. It's weird. That's this type of stuff I'm getting into, man. Helping your brain. Yeah, I like how you said that. Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean yeah. I bet you like I bet you the depression rate's lower than over here. <clears throat> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Cause they they having big issues right now economically, because their money is like gone from in just a few years gone from like twenty to one what the dollar was mm-hmm. with the do- to the dollar to like forty two to one. I mean their inflation is just going crazy over there. Oh well, that's why that guy's charging a hundred dollars a night. He's making a killing <laughs> He's making over there. Killing. He's like. <laughs> He's probably like, get out of here. I'll take my hundred a I'll night. Take my hundred. But you, you can do one fifty, you know. And that's what and that's what my buddy that lives there. Um, uh, we went to Federico. You know, yeah. what up, Federico? We went to his wedding, and he and he works for American Airlines. Yeah. We're down there, and but he's been he's been uh, upset about. How, of course, I mean, imagine our inflation, our dollar just you know got cut in half. It's like your whole savings account just cut in half. Yeah, you know, it, it kind of sucks, right? Because your job's still going to pay you the same, whatever, mm-hmm. an hour or whatever a month. But it's just like they're paying you half the price now. Because everything else is still cost the same. But they're, you, I mean, everything else went up in price except for your paycheck. So you know he, what I'm saying? So he gets he works for American Airlines, right? He works for American Airlines down there. Gets paid in, in the Argentine, Argentine pesos, yeah, or whatever. Yeah, Argentine Why doesn't pesos. he just work under the American... Why doesn't he just work in America? They work just here. Throw his money back. He, he's tried to get a job here before. It's 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 it's, it's kind of hard. It's kind of complicated. It's not so easy to just say, "Hey, I want to transfer to the United States." Man. Oh and yeah, you have to have a sponsor. They have to pay for all your immigration stuff, and he oh, and he, no. he actually has tried. And um, but oh, so he's, he's not American. No, he's Argentine. He's oh, he's he's okay. from there. He's okay. from there. That's I I know him from the. I made a Facebook page a while back of the American Airlines couch surfers. I met him on there because okay. he, so it's because we have employees all over the world that yeah. you know that live in those countries, and so uh, we How came. How many people you got in that group? In that group, I don't know, like five or six thousand, something like that. Yeah. Gotta use that man. <laughs> five thousand people. I should. I'm gonna start advertising on there. Yeah, um, I never. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because I do remember that group. I'm in that group. Yeah, you're in that group. And so, anyways, he, um, I, I met Federico from that back in the day, and we're like, you know, every time he comes to town because he does training here and stuff like that. You know, we we hang out. You know, he he stayed here before at our house, and okay. and over there we stayed at his. And so, yeah, we're we're, we're good friends. And um, so we went to his wedding, and he's the one telling me about you know that that bad inflation that they got there. And he was he's he and he's been asking me. Man, do you have any suggestions where I can put my money? And I've been thinking, I'm like, 
well, shit, I mean, he might be better off getting a rental house here somewhere in the States, even if he just buys a house, let's say, 50 Gs, you know, Indianapolis or whatever the hell. Mm -hmm. And then at least his money is going to always be at least worth that, and it's going to, you know, climb a little bit. Because inflation in South America is crazy, especially over there in Argentina. And if he can find a spot here to invest his money and then get some cash flow in American dollars, I mean, he'd be making out pretty good right now. You know what I'm saying? Instead of just keeping his money in the bank over there, and it's just freaking going down and down and down. Why doesn't he just get an Airbnb over there and just accept the payout through U.S. dollars? I told him to Airbnb his place. He don't seem interested in it. <laughs> he has a nice place. Well, how about he gets a different place? Like, oh, now, buy that, another spot? Yeah. Buy another I spot. I could go there. into business with him. We could go into business with him. Because we can get a, sp- a place over there for pretty cheap right now. For real? Argentina. And you know what? I was talking, check it out. I was talking to my boy over in, uh, matter of fact, shout out to my boy James. He, he over in Cambodia. And he goes, Yeah, man, he moved over there. He just dropped all the stuff. He said, I'm moving out the country. He moved to Cambodia. And he oh. was like, Yeah. He was just like, Bro, if you want to make some money right now, you need to look at foreign investments. Especially, yes. you said, How much is the American dollar over there? 42 to like 1. 42 to 1. Crazy. I'm looking at Ghana. It's four to one, but forty-two to one. Forty-two to one. Yeah, Mexico's only like nineteen or twenty to one, so it's even worse off than Mexico. That's crazy. He, does he have a team down there? Who Federico? Yeah. Like, what do you mean a team? He knows people and family. Well, he down has there? a lot of friends and family, of course. Yeah, I don't know. I, I told him he could Airbnb out his place, but like you said, get another spot, Airbnb it out. Especially if my competition is that person in the How sky. Much is- how much is this place? So, see, now you got me see this type of stuff. I like, man, numbers. We can. How much is it? How, how big is his place? He's got like a, a two story. Um, it's like a condo looking thing. It's like a condo, two story. Um, has a has a rooftop on top too yeah. to chill out at, and like a barbecue area. How and many square two, feet? It's, oh man, if I could do square feet, I would say. You know, fifteen hundred total, probably like right. that. How two bedroom, bedrooms? two bedroom, two bath, kitchen, living room, spiral staircase that goes up, real pretty looking. And your Airbnb was a hundred a night. It's hundred a night, but it was would have been. Would you it consider was, better than his? Oh his my, place? Yeah, mine was a sky rise, freaking deluxe, up, you know, in the sky. Now, was that a condo? He that one. You know, I guess you could consider it a condo, but it was it was like people lived there. Somebody like owned a, it. Yeah, someone owned it, yeah. How do we get one of those? <laughs> those are like million dollar freaking uh, sky rises, man. These are these are expensive. I looked at them online. Oh, you did? And US dollars are like at that same place, it was like a million plus, dude. I don't that's why I was like, how's he freaking why is he renting it so cheap? You know? I was wondering. I mean, now the question, were you were you coordinating directly with the owner of it? I believe it was the owner. I believe they were the owners of that spot. And dang man. You got me interested in Argentina now. Unless they got a few properties and they started throwing some on Airbnb. Yeah, Argentina's cool, man. And you said, if, you said if it's... Well, you said it was worth a million something in American dollars. Right? I tried to find one similar in the same you know, complex. I'm thinking it, may be, it might be cheaper. Because cheaper, the one that I saw, they had like three bedrooms and four bedrooms. Those were like over a million. So that one might be cheaper, but still pretty well, even, expensive. Yeah, even if you come down to two bedrooms, you're still looking at what... <laughs> Close. Seven, eight hundred thousand. Yeah, it was. I mean, this is. I mean, this view was just sick, dude. See, and this is my question on foreign investments: Can you get an alo- a loan on those? 
Ah, that's a good. I don't like think, an American I don't loan. Think are you, are y'all walking? So. Are, are these people walking down there with straight cash money? I think you would need to do a cash money investment. I'll show you. I could show you that. Um, <laughs> that condo man is insane, dude. Let me see. Let me find it for you. Okay, this is the. This is the view, dude. Check this out. Check this out. Yeah. <clears throat> Sorry, viewers, y'all can't see this. Or look at that, man. That's the balcony. Wrap around view of the whole. Man, you can city. show that to them, but hold it's on, like, let me see the rest of it. Yeah, show it. <laughs> Overlooking over there on the left is like the river, the giant river over there. This is there like a million dollar condo. Them. Oh dang. This is just like I've never I've never stayed anything this nice. This is like a New York City like sky ride. That's like, Argentina? Argentina, man, Buenos Aires. Yeah, dude, it's nice. You'll dig it. You'll dig it. Best steak you ever have in your life. Grass-fed cows are known for that shit. So, um... Dang. Yeah. So, I think that place is kind of expensive. They might be on sale now because of the, you know, inflation and stuff. Who knows? But that's where, yeah, that's where the rich people live. Oh, they live I couldn't believe I got a good deal like that. I was like, this place would be... Oh, how much is, like, something that ain't that fancy, but just, like, something like your boy Federico's? How much is that? I'm not... 100% 100% sure. See, we got to set up a business call this week. I'm <laughs> for Federico. real, man. Uh, uh, Going to business. Yeah, what's yeah, his name? Yeah. How do I say his name? Federico. Federico. Okay, I don't want to mess up his yeah. name. Okay. Yeah, like, let's get him on the phone, man. I'll, I'll go down there. If you're 42 to one? What? <laughs> what? Our dollar goes a long way, though. I know. If you it can, goes a long way. That is crazy, man. I think everything happens for a reason because he just said that. This was like two weeks ago. He said, man, you got to look at foreign investments. Okay. He just said that. Yeah, I'm, I'll look in there with you, man. Yeah, it's we can great. go down there and grab a I couple of I got the hookups on the flights. Yeah, yeah. I'm down for that, too. <laughs> hey, but if your boy knows the spot, we ain't even got to get no flight. We can just buy, <laughs> tell him furnish it, you know. I, oh, he loves doing do-it-yourself stuff, fixing up shit, too. So we really? can get we can get a fixer-upper right there in the city. Boom. Start rolling. Airbnb that mother lover. Yeah, I'm See, down, now, I'm down how, for it. What's the American tourism like down there? Is it pretty high? Oh yeah, a lot of Americans go down there. Really? Yeah, they go for for the tango and and the steaks and I mean it's like I mean it's just like an adventure. Yeah. Really? There, it's kind of like Brazil. People go to Brazil. Yeah, yeah. People go to Argentina. Yeah. It's, I wonder if Britain, now Brazil. You think? Oh, I don't know about Brazil. I don't know anything about Brazil. Okay. High crime is all I know. <laughs> what part of what what countries have you been to down there? Argentina and where else? Down there, just Argentina. I've been to Mexico, and then, yeah, yeah Argentina. That's pretty much it. I've been there twice. Buenos really? Aires. It's a fun city. It's real cool. Really? Yeah, hardest part is getting there. It's like a 10-hour flight. It's 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 in the far? Yeah, it goes all the way. Argentina goes all the way to the South Pole, man. Or, oh, yeah. Yeah, it's the south, the most southern country. It goes all the way down to... Oh, yeah, Argentina is down there. I ain't, I'm tripping. I'm not I'm thinking about so the map. Because it's a long, skinny country, right? Well... Nah, I wouldn't no. say skinny. It's kind of it goes like like that, you know. Because Brazil's yeah. up here, Argentina's like right under it, right there. Okay. And Chile is the one, the long skinny one that goes. Chile, the yeah, right Chile, there. Chile, yeah. yeah. They all hate yeah. Chile for some reason. It was a country. I guess that country fucked with a lot of countries back in the day. I really? don't know. Because <laughs> now, what's the stability of Argentina? Is it stable down there? I'm pretty <laughs> sure it is. If he, he's working for American, he's American Airlines. Is it stable? Yeah, it's like, like stable. That's the thing they've got the inflation shit going on, but that's them getting they're getting paid in in their pesos. So that inflation thing, if we're getting paid U.S. dollars, people written out our spot, we'd be making out like bandits, man. I'm just thinking, especially if we ain't got to put much money down. Right, right. Make no, we'll see. Down. His his um his wife's family, yeah. 
they um they they do real estate actually yeah. they so they got them that place that really? was like a gift uh, yeah. i don't know if i'm giving too much information now but yeah that was um yeah yeah we got to talk about this off air man <laughs> the, the, the live let thrivers they up here taking notes yeah, like oh like, we can go where and do what hey, now we can hook up with no, some we, of the live let thrivers yeah, and we can yeah, all yeah. go in together you know you never know yeah, opportunities yeah, yeah. yeah it's opportunities this is the argentina Dang, show <laughs> yeah we might as well call it that because we've been sitting here talking about argentina i, I never and so I used to do this. I used to actually go and look at the exchange, dollar exchange rate in different countries. That was one thing. Like a few years ago, I used to always do that. Right. And that's how I just came up on Ghana because it was like four to one. But I didn't know, like, man, Argentina, you're looking at what? You said like 40 42 to? to one. Yeah. It's nuts, dude. <laughs> it's getting all excited. Yeah, we need we need to get back onto some topics. I know, like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Listening yeah, to our brain scheming. Um, one thing was cool. It's, it's hard to transition from that because the people, yeah. you know, whatever. But um, you know, you know the docu signs. You've, yeah. you've used that to close oh. houses and stuff. Yes, right? sir. Docu sign. That's the coolest shit because you sign everything on your on your phone. freaking phone. Yeah, it's the coolest shit. And um, have you ever you've used it with tenants too? Uh yeah, that's pretty much what uh my my all my leases are through DocuSign. So you send them to them to their phone, they sign it with their finger, mm-hmm. and send it back. Isn't that the coolest shit? Yeah. Well, the other day, um, Can was sending me something to sign, but he said, "Man, you know what? I sent you that email, and I sent you that PDF, but I couldn't get the my DocuSign's down." And I'm like, "What?" I was like, "Yeah, but you can sign it with your iPhone. You know that, right?" Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, how the freak do I sign it with my iPhone? And so he, um, oh, all you do is open that PDF. And then on the top right, it's going to have like an edit thing, like a pencil or something. Yep. You touch that. You do. You choose the pen or whatever. And you sign it right there. Take a screenshot and then send it back to me. I was like, yep. PDF field. Damn, yep. that's so cool, dude. Yep. You don't even need to pay the monthly fee for DocuSign if you do it that way. It's yeah. still because I mean you know there's DocuSign charges you what fourteen a month I don't know they charge you something I'm not sure. I know or like they Rocket pro- Lawyer uses it and they charge Rocket Lawyer charges you like forty a month oh yeah so yeah but I mean I was like iPhone they're doing something they don't even know that they're doing I, I mean yeah. maybe they do know what they're doing but I mean people are signing documents with their iPhones that's, that's some cool shit right there. yeah it's happening man so technology dude you never have to sit down and sign papers again by hand isn't that some cool shit yeah. Except for closing day. And so get on that DocuSign, y'all. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. My watch. See, I got the Apple Watch. I told Tell you. Tell me to stand up. Tell me to stand up. I mean, <laughs> where your rings at, man? Where your rings at? Gotta have. You, gotta be closing. Oh, your I got rings. the rings. Yeah, I did, yeah, you know what? I left this at home today. Cause I, I yeah, I left it at home so I didn't get to close. I probably don't even have very much rings, but I've been closing them. I put it at the highest, and I've been trying right, to do too. the get the. It, it does motivate you a little mm-hmm. bit. It's cool. It's a cool watch. Yeah. Yeah, like, I walk around my pond the pond at my job now. Yeah, to get the rings, get going. Yeah, <laughs> yeah gotta have the watches on, man. Yeah, watches. You got two watches. See, because yeah. sometimes I, I like my um, my Invicta. I wanted to wear it, and I hadn't worn it. Oh, I you wear Invictus too? I have it. Yeah, I have Invictus. Put your Invicta on the right. That's man. what I was yeah. thinking. I was one like, for the shine, one for the time. Man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's how you gotta have it. You know. So I'm gonna do that now because I was like, man, I've been I've been neglecting my Invicta watch. Yeah, man. put your so, Invicta on, man. So I'm gonna wear them both. Rocking the cores, you know. <laughs> Thank you, Airbnb. <laughs> For real, man. Yeah, I love I love Invictus. But yeah, um, what I was going to ask you because you said you were going to try to get your Dave Ramsey on. I was thinking about that. Like, you, you, you're getting, you know, you're, you're 
like you said, you're getting easing up on that retirement date. Do you feel like it's a bad thing to retire with mortgage debt? <clears throat> I don't. I don't yep. think so. Okay. Right, or right off the bat, no. Because, I mean, well, it also depends on when you're going to retire. Yeah. Because let's say, let's say your target date is 50 years old. Then, shit, if that's, I mean, just in a few years, like my mortgage on my first house from like, I bought it in 2009. The mortgage is like 650 bucks. That's like nothing, right? Imagine, imagine getting a mortgage now, and then by the time you're 50, you'd be like, you'd be laughing at that mortgage. You locked it in for 30 years, that same mortgage, right? So that debt is just like nothing to you. You'd be like, damn, all I'm paying is 1,500 a month. Shit, that's nothing. So I ain't gonna lie, man. I'm looking at my. uh... More, that's why I didn't refinance my house in Arkansas, man. I was like, man, this mortgage is only seven hundred forty-four bucks. I'm killing it, man. You know, <laughs> like two months ago, like, and then I got the expenses because the the, the the heat's starting to rise up. But I got the expenses down to like a hundred bucks, man. I I was do total everything with it, it being an Airbnb was like eight seventy. I was like, bro. I can't refinance this house. <laughs> I can't refinance this house. Now, a question. Your house is only six fifty a month. That's not an Airbnb? That's a long term. That's my first rental, yeah. And they've been there paying on time for over two and a half years now. I'm, I'm cool. I'm, I'm cool. You don't want to do it? I Well, it's Arlington, too. So. Yeah, we got to find out what's going, what they're going to do with Arlington, man. We got to find out what, what's, what's the deal. that lawsuit coming is what's going to happen. If that lawsuit comes, uh, we need to go ahead and uh, start buying up something in Arlington, man. <laughs> yeah, because I started noticing the houses in Arlington, the people that are overpricing them, they're starting to come on down. Oh, yeah. But I, I've been thinking about doing some Dave Ramsey a little bit. But you know, this is my issue with Dave Ramsey and the snowball debt, and the debt snowball. Like, I, hear, I see these people, they post like, man, I paid off $86,000 in debt in eight months. I'm like. Man, you know how many houses you could have bought with <laughs> that's, that's my mental thinking. You know, that's my mental thinking. I'm yeah, like, yeah. you've had 10 G's a month, man, towards debt? That's, a, that's damn near a house a month, man. Like, I can't do it, man. It's like, mm-hmm. but I am planning on using his debt snowball instead of putting the money towards debt, like, towards, because the only bad debt I really have is my student loans. Mm-hmm. I could put it towards that. I'm like, man, if I just put that in my savings and let that just stack, go get another house. You know, that's how I look at it, you know? It's, 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 yeah, it's a tough it's one, right? It's tempting, man. It's like, one. pay off the old toy and get a new one. You know, Kiyosaki put it in, in a cool way, right? Yeah. And, and in his book, you know, whatever. If his book was 50% true, it's a good book. The Rich Dad Poor Dad. It's a classic. Yeah. So who knows if he, you know, made up some shit in there. Who, yeah, knows? He who did. cares? Yeah. He <laughs> <laughs> made a good book. He made, made yeah. he got rich off the book, not off the all the other anyways. Yeah. He said his he, he made a good point. He said his wife, you know, she always wanted a Mercedes, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, they were making a little bit of money, they were doing okay, but he's like they they agreed, you know, well check this out. Why don't you buy a cash flowing po- property and then have that cash flow pay for your pay for your Mercedes. Mm-hmm. So and so, in order to get that Mercedes, she had to attain a goal: get another cash flowing property. That property is her Mercedes property, mm-hmm. and that property paid off her car. Yeah. So he put the dominoes in. Instead of just going out, okay, we'll just go go find you a Mercedes and we'll pay it and whatever and get a. No, no, they found a way. 
for something else for those tenants yep. to buy that Mercedes for her. Straight up. So if really, if you wanted to knock out that student loan and say, I want to put five, yeah, buy 500 bucks a month to knock it out or whatever, I'm going to go find a cash flowing property that'll pay me 500 bucks a month. That 500 bucks a month's going to go knock out that student loan for me. So you attained an asset in the process of knocking out that loan instead of just throwing money at it. I don't know. That's just a different way of looking at it. You know what I really plan on doing with my student loans? Uh, I said it on the podcast that I wouldn't do this a few months back. You're going to vote for Bernie and he's going to erase all the student loans. Oh. <laughs> no, I ain't going to do that. What I'm going to do, I'm truly going to do this. This is what I'm going to do to get off all my student loans. I'm going to get enough properties. And I'm going to refinance out of my student loans. Hmm. So when I thought about that too. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna just refi out of them. I don't know when I'm gonna do it, but I'm gonna do it close to retirement. I'm gonna just refi. Well, not even close to retirement because they might be way lower by then, you know. But I'm gonna just keep paying on them, refi my way out of them, and then if I want to sell everything, you can just sell everything. So I look at it. You know, I feel like you know I'm gonna just refi my way out of them. That makes sense, especially yeah. if we go into another recession where we can refi and get a better rate. Woo! I know that's coming. <laughs> hey, speaking of that, you know, I know we always had this conversation. When do you think a recession is coming? You know, like a whole economic recession. I don't. I don't know. They've been predicting it for the last five years is going to hit, and that hadn't hit yet. So um, it reminds me of a question my my cousin asked me today. Cause he, you know, we talk about real estate. Yeah. And he's like, "Well, do you see the housing market like you know starting to soften, starting to fall, and blah blah blah." And I was like, you can't just, I, mean, I, I told him, you can't just ask that question because it's like, it depends on what areas, what locations, blah, blah, blah. You know, it depends, like, let's say anywhere around the airport. Those fucking houses are still high. They're not coming down. Oh, no, it's Irving, man. Irving, Grapevine. Yeah, Grapevine, Ulysses, you know, Bedford, Hearst. I mean, those yeah. those areas are they're still high and they're, they're going up. But if you go out to Keller and stuff, people started trying to price their houses real high in Keller. I see those people starting to come down with it because that's, that's far away from everything. <laughs> And um, let's say Mansfield, you know, in Mansfield, some some of those houses, too, they started, okay, people trying to sell them now. They're starting to hit the market, but they're trying to get a whole bunch, like like theirs went up a whole bunch, but, you know, not everybody wants to live in Mansfield. And so those houses are starting, they're starting to bring those prices down some, but it just, like, you can't just ask a blanket question, is the real estate going down? It depends on what areas. Yeah, what areas, but Keller, man, they got million dollar homes out there to build. That new, uh... Remember when I went to look at those next-gen homes? Yeah. Lennar has a whole um, subdivision out there. There's a $700,000 homes out there. I was like, dang, Keller's on, Keller's on the come-up. So it, it depends. Yeah, it depends on where you're looking. Keller's on the come-up. Uh, Mansfield building a whole new – Mansfield and Arlington building a whole, two new subdivisions over there by my house. And uh, that's actually one thing I was looking at. I talked to the builder over at one of them, and he said he can build whatever house I want. But they start at half a four hundred four sixty to half a mil and up. I was like, <laughs> I was like, man, because the the house I wanted it's still sitting on the market. Have you thrown them a low low ball offer? I, I'm going to. I'm gonna okay. just throw them a standard offer. Like, look, I'll give you this, but I know I'm not gonna get it because the low ball offer I'm gonna get it. The price that he reduces it to, someone eventually buy it, which he ain't budging. I, I low-key think he just has it sitting on the market just to play with it. You know what I mean? He still lives there. 
He lives there and he makes money off of it because he got oh, an apartment okay. in the back. Okay, I see. So he's not a motivated seller. Yeah, he ain't motivated. He just hey, make me move, seller. Ha <laughs> ha! And that's what I think we should all be. That we should all be and make me move because I mean, you say oh, I never want to sell a house. Shit, someone came and offered me five hundred G's for this house. I'm selling that motherfucker. Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll let you play <laughs> cabin, man. Here's the keys. Take the furniture. <laughs> Grant Cardone. You you love Grant Cardone, right? Yeah. I love Grant Cardone. He's a cool motherfucker. Anyways, he he was saying that I, he came on Bigger Pockets that last time, and he was like telling him, you know, because they were talking about buying holes and this and that. He makes fun of him for buying single families or, yeah, yeah. or what, would you buy a three unit? You know, he's buying, he's buying these giant apartment freaking luxury apartment units. That's what he does. And he's like, and he does was he? saying, and yeah, <laughs> and he was, and they were, oh, he had, they were asking Grant Cardone about the ten thirty one exchange. Yeah. Which is where, you know, let's say you sell a house you and you want to buy, an, or you sell an investment property yeah. and you want to buy another investment property without having to pay taxes on your gains, you can dump it into the next investment property. Let's say you sell three single family houses and you buy like a quadplex or a fourplex or whatever, and you don't have to pay taxes for the money you made. You just dumped it into the next thing. It's a 1031 exchange. As long as you're moving laterally or up, we can hear your gum on the microphone. <laughs> As long as you're moving laterally or like something bigger, you can you can exchange it, you know, yeah. and you don't have to pay taxes on the gains. And so they were asking him about that, you know, and and uh, I think Brandon was like, yeah, you know, I got this, I got this thing, and now I got like sixty days to find a spot, you know, because the rules or whatever, ninety, I don't know. They, mm-hmm. He has a certain amount of time to to find a spot after he sold whatever properties, and um, and even Grant Cardone said, you know. And, and, and even like in life or poker, sometimes, hey, sometimes, you know, you might get hit with a tax, but sometimes it's not a bad deal to take your chips off the table, some, you know? Yeah. And I mean, so even if you got hit with that, whatever, uh, capital gains tax, you still made $100,000, right? I don't de- know. Depends on, yeah, it also depends on the numbers of what you're going to get. So uh, why uh, rush to buy, he was, he was saying, why rush to buy a shitty property that ain't going to do nothing for you? Yeah. Whereas you can say, ah, I'll just take my profits. I know government's going to take their chunk. I took my chips off the table. Or whatever. just take your, pull your equity and then do it that way. There you go. Yeah. Refi till you die. Yeah. Because <laughs> I mean, cause if it's on your primary residence, you can only take up to 80%, right? Pull that 80%, leave the 20 Get a new house. You might even have some spare change left over. Then sell the house. Take the other twenty percent. Yeah, it's so many ways to skin a cat in real estate, my man. <laughs> so many different ways. There's a ton of ways. Yeah, but um, the Grant Cardone, another thing. Yeah, and you and you follow him on Instagram, right? Oh yeah, yeah. He's, he's hilarious. And um, and one thing he was he 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 gets in front of the dry erase board or the chop yeah. whatever the freak. And he was saying how okay this is how this is how real estate works. And he was saying. We go and buy this um, this uh, luxury apartment or luxury apartment building, luxury whatever, for and he and he just threw out some numbers. Let's say we paid five hundred thousand for it, and then we put in another five hundred thousand, make it really nice, yep. and then you know people are making five percent, you know six percent, seven percent by by year seven, everybody's making like you know eight ten percent of their money, and then by year seven we start looking for a buyer. So. Yep. And hopefully we made like twenty million dollars when we sell this thing. You know, I'm just throwing numbers out there. Yeah. But his goal is to make twenty million dollars profit on this thing that he's going to sell. He goes all the all the investors get paid off. You know, and you know they got their cash for all that time. You know, and and they split the ten million, and then I get my ten million. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. wait a minute, Grant Cardone. <laughs> Y'all made a twenty million dollar profit, and your your ass, you know, 
who probably didn't put no money into it. He found the thing. He got it, got it rolling and everything. That fucker makes half the profit himself. And he, he kind of threw it in there. He goes, I make my 10 million. You know, the investors get their 10 million profit and I get my 10 million. I was like, damn. He's in a freaking, he's in a good position because he don't got to put yeah. the money into it. It's into a, it. What is it called? Syndication. A syndication. That's, yeah. that, oh, man. That's where the big money is. Anyways, yeah. he, took, he took half the profits for himself. I'm like, that dude's making bank. Not putting no money into it. He finds the things. He gets the people that invest in it and buy it for him, this and that. He helps manage it, whatever. Gets his people in place. But when there's time for the cash out, he makes half that money. I'm like, damn. That's the way to do it, man. <laughs> so it happens when you hire out, my man. <laughs> oh, o- OPM, man. right? OPM. Yeah, OPM. Other people's money. <laughs> man. So I'm... Yeah, syndication is a little bit over my head, but his his investors have to be what are they called? Um, um so, uh, accredited investors. Accredited investors. So we yeah. can't we can't really invest in his projects. And well, it depends. It, oh, it depends on our net worth, right? Uh, how much you bring? Yeah, it's either I think you have to be have a million in the bank, or, or net, a net worth, worth of a million. Yeah, net know. worth of a million or something. No, you can you can become a credit investor off your cash flow, I believe. It's a cash flow number involved in there too, or not a cash flow, just a gross income number. Hmm. Yeah, it's, somebody Google that if we had somebody. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's a it's a gross income number. Yeah. So that was a good show, I think. You know, I mean, and, and, I, and I, we just did a freaking hour. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm well, over here sipping on um, some Cuban rum, and you're um, chilling, and you know, yeah, chewing gum and eating, drinking my gum. Starbucks. <laughs> but I'm about. To, oh, quick question to finish this off. Yeah. What books are you reading? What books am I reading? I'm not reading any books currently. I, I listen to freaking podcasts. I, like, I listen to podcasts. But I do want to read. I want to get into reading some books. Or at least yeah. listening to them. I love reading, man. Uh, you sit down and read like a physical yeah. book? Really? What are you yeah. reading? What are you reading? I'm reading like three books right now. Holy shit. I'm reading like The Love Dare, which is more of a relationship. Me and Mahogany book. You always got to have a relationship book. Then you have to have a business book. Business book is uh, reading is I actually re- I'm reading Cash Flow Quadrant. I, I heard it was good. I haven't uh, read it. Let me write that shit down. Man, he he drops some knowledge in Cash Flow Quadrant. Like he he goes deeper. Like Rich Dad Poor Dad is like part one. Cash Flow Quadrant is part two. Like he goes into that's why I want a life coach because he really inspired it. He's like, man, you got to – He goes once you start making money off the Rich Dad Poor Dad way, he goes to go to the next level. Yeah, it, it becomes mental and spiritual. And he starts talking about how he had a coach. He started attending seminars. Like, we remember how we used to say, oh, people pay all this money to go to the seminars? Those are the most powerful freaking people. Hmm. Yeah. Those are the most powerful people are in those seminars, man. Oh, wow. I know t- we had two of them on this podcast that were probably the most powerful people. That was Al Williamson and Adam James. Oh, yeah. Those guys, they're the real deal. They're the guys in those seminars. <laughs> you still talk to Al Williamson? Yes, sir. Yes, Let me get him on the show again, dude. I'll get him off for part two. I'll, I'll see what he's doing. He Al's always we, busy. We were man. just like, both of us like, wow. This is like whole time. Him and Adam, man. <laughs> Adam, just, Adam was just in Japan. Adam James. Skiing, man. I was like, dang, man. I was like, I got to live the invented life, too. <laughs> <laughs> I got to live that, too. You know, just go to Japan and just go skiing, man. I was like, it's dope. Adam James. Yeah. So we, we um, man, to be at the cash flow quadrant, he takes it to another level. 
you might even change your ways about doing stuff yourself. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. he, he goes, he, he really talks about like, what do you love to do? Just do that. Do what you love. Create business. Do what you love, man. Yeah, Knocking yes. boots. <laughs> hey, that's what you love, man. <laughs> If that's what you love, you know, hey, you know, find some way to put more time into that. You can do it. <laughs> but yeah, man, that, that, I'm reading that, The Love Dare, and then it's another one called Finding Your Strengths. I'm reading that. That's actually from my job. Oh. I actually gave that. It's more of a personality test type book, but yeah. Nice, nice. Yeah. So you like your job? Yeah, it's cool, man. I like it. I, I'm real, I work with some real cool people. That's really what makes me like a job is management. I chase good management straight up. That's what I do. Oh, there you go. Yeah, chase good management. If I have good management, I can figure it out and like it. There you you go. You have to find something you like about it. I'm trying, bro. I'm trying. Yeah. 2-1-2020. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) That's less than, man, that's like 10 months, dog. 2-1-2020. 2-1-2020. That's like 10 months away. 10, 11 months. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. oh, we we're, about, we're about to hit April no. come Monday. Because next... Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah, it's March 27th right now, man. 2020 is next year. Yeah. Holy crap. I'm gone. Oh, man. We might call this the Steve retirement episode. <laughs> no, I mean, if you're ready to get out of there, get out of there, man. I've, yeah. I've been, man, I've been listening to a lot of YouTube, too. Every morning I listen to YouTube now. I turn it on. Now, check this out. Check this out. Yeah, I love YouTube, too. But my job, my job's a union job, right? Okay. Union job. And so we're currently, you know, redoing the contract. It's been a while. It's been a while. Okay. And so one of the things the company is alluding to, like, of the contract. Flight benefits. No, 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 no not that. Nothing to do with that. Okay. Um, they're saying, well, they want a lot of the older dudes to go. We, it's just, you know, they're just, but they're going to give them a package to leave. Let's say... And what people are saying is they're going to give people, you know, if people want to retire early, they're going to give them $65,000 to retire early. So what I'm thinking is what if we hit that contract, we get the new contract by that date where I can retire. I mean, I could bounce with 65 G's in the bank. And plus, you know, I could hop to another, another airline, another job, whatever, if I wanted to. But I was like, man, if that would be the perfect storm, right? I can keep my flight bennies. And get paid 65 G's to leave. That might be too tempting to turn down. Matter of fact, if they pay you 65 G's, you let's just say you don't want to quit working. You go to another airline, you get their benefits too. That's, that's what I was exactly what I was thinking. Southwest double. Airlines. I would go to them. Really? I, li- I like great company. I got the hookup on Southwest too. Oh. I know a bunch of people that work there. Shit, I'm there. You go to Southwest, take their benefits, take the benefits from American... And you take 65, you go ahead and, man, what you could do with that 65, I would say, man, just find some off-market pre-foreclosures, put little to no money down, and go. (laughs) Instant equity. Boom. Yeah, man. But, hey, we got to hop on this Argentina move first. (laughs) Straight up, man. You might take 65 Gs to throw at it. (laughs) That's 42 to 1. Like, hey, you know, hey, but hey, you know, that's, yeah, you should tell, yeah, Frederico, for, for, I'm going to hit him up. 
How do you say his name? Federico. Federico, yeah, dog. You, you, if you, if you want to throw some money at something you can invest in, you're standing in it. Your house. There you go. Dang, man. There you go. All he has to do is get paid in U.S. dollars. You know what? We just thought of something big doing that. Hmm. I never thought about that. Let's just say you lived in Ghana, right? Mm-hmm. And you start your Airbnb. Because you can get paid in whatever dollar amount you want. I bet you most people don't even think about that. I'm going to just take the Ghana CD. Why don't you just get paid in U.S. dollars? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. That's what um, our buddy uh, from, um, what's that podcast called? Um, James Guzman. I remember he yeah. came on our yeah. show. That's what he said. That's, that's the board of this podcast. They said, um, what do they call it where you live somewhere else in the world but you get paid? It's called um, Nomad, Digital Nomad. He digital Nomad, it. okay. Because he does, that's what he does. He does. He he runs people's Airbnbs. Gets paid in U.S. dollars for doing it. And he lives in Mexico, which the dollar goes a lot, lot farther in Mexico. And that's what he said. You could live anywhere in the world. But the, the, the point is to try to get paid in U.S. dollars while you're yeah, living yeah. in these third world countries. And you'd be Dang. freaking living like a king, dude. Dang. Yeah. Man, so I might have to look into this, man. This is... Because <laughs> the, the, the first time I heard arbitrage, it was from Adam James, but that's what he does. He arbitrages other countries' money with the U.S. dollar. Adam James does that? Yeah, he's the one who told me about that. He's talked about it on the podcast, I believe. Because he, he broke down arbitrage as just a way of using money to create more money. Just You're just creating a different... It's called a margin. You just... You're increasing your margin off your money. Oh, nice, nice, nice. I think that's a digital nomad is the perfect way to do it. Oh, yeah, Dang, big time. Dude, I never thought about that. I'm thinking yeah. about starting Airbnbs everywhere now. <laughs> but you, but this is the only thing, though. You, you really, to make the biggest profit, you need to, well, hold on. Your expenses go down in that country, right? Oh, yeah. Everything's cheaper. Yeah. It might be the next move, man. Foreign investments. That's what we're going to call it. I'm thinking this. about it too, man. I'm thinking like we could bounce to Mexico. My wife's from there. Live over there in the future and she could and retire. she's from Guadalajara, right? Uh-huh. That's right, by Puerto Vallarta, right? Puerto Vallarta. It's about four hours drive to the coast. Yeah. Four How hours. much is a flight? Hour and a half? Probably not. Not even. Probably like an hour. Yeah. Okay. Last episode, we said it wouldn't be worth it to have a vacation rental, right? Oh, now you're talking other country, it would be worth it, I think. You yeah. think so? It might be. It might be, yeah. Oh, man. Because I know Port- Puerto Vallarta. 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 Puerto Vallarta. That, that might be a spot right there. Or Cabo. But I heard, is Cabo expensive? Yeah, it's fucking expensive. Really? That's where all the rich people go to buy their places and stuff. It's expensive. Oh, okay. I didn't know it was expensive. Okay. Yeah. Vallarta, you probably get a better deal. Yeah. Okay. Is Guadalajara expensive? No. No, you can get I, I can get a good spot there for cheap. And that's the capital, right? No, no, Mexico City. Mexico City, okay. Yeah. So it's the big, but it's the second biggest city in Mexico. So it's big. It's a big. What's city. the biggest city? Mexico City. Mexico City, yeah. Hmm. A lot of American tourism down there. Oh yeah, oh yeah, American tourism. Oh yeah, of course it is. That's like got to go. Bring that's where tequila comes from. Where they go bring in the drugs? Uh, <laughs> no, I'm joking. Uh, of course, the Americans are dumb. The CIA. No, I'm joking. Uh, but, <laughs> but no, okay. So, dang, I, I I never thought about just going south, man. It's just right there. It's right freaking there. We could talk. We could add uh, James Guzman on the cast again, man. He'll tell you all about Mexico. 
you want to go just to Mexico. Let's get them on. All right, next episode. Adam, um, la, 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 James Guzman. We got to get James on. Let's write this down. James Guzman. Uh huh. Al Williamson again. AI. And, and um, uh, uh, Adam James. Adam James, but your boy. Get Federico on. Federico. He's the one I told you. He's been to uh, 50 some odd countries all over the world using Airbnb. Get him on, man. Yeah. Okay. Especially if he knows that. If he's... Federico. This is our list. We're going to have some great guests coming up, you know. Yeah, because we, we, that, that, I never thought about the, the whole arbitrage. I mean, I've heard people doing it, arbitraging money, but yeah. We, man, my bad. We're running over, but man, it's a good combo, dude. <laughs> Dang, I didn't think about that. Some brainstorming going on. Yeah, man. I mean, this can help out fans, you know. They want to go get in the money pot, too. Because <laughs> I, I met another person who does digital nomad. We need to get um, Jasper on again. He's down to come on again, too. He, Where did he move to? He moved to... Uh, well, well, right now he's in Barcelona. Yeah, see, it's Spain now Spain's expensive, isn't it? No, no, Barcelona, man, you can you can go on vacation there, fucking cheap. It's part of the European Union. They use euros. Yeah, but man, you can you can eat cheap there. You can stay cheap there. It's a great cheap. Place what about to the go real there. estate market there? Real estate market, you know, it's you can get a place for for a good price over there. But the <laughs> thing is, they crack down hard on Airbnbs in Barcelona. Now the surrounding cities, maybe you can do it better, but but they're trying okay. to. What about Argentina's Airbnbs? I don't think that there's no there's nothing against them over there. Like I said, that was a freaking look like a millionaire's place that we were staying at, and they are they are Airbnb out of there. The guards knew that we were there to rent out their spot. I mean, right. there was there was nobody there was nothing against it. Okay. So, I mean. <laughs> Seeing why I'm leaning more towards out of the country, I mean, if you, even let's say something happens, right, and you say, hey, they shut you down, you could get your money, sell it and get your money back, possibly. Yeah, you could do that. Yeah. Or even if you long-term rent it, well, I don't know about long-term rentals overseas. I don't really know. Yeah, the, I, I wouldn't know the, you know, the market of it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There's lots to look at. We have to talk to people that, that know those areas real good. Yeah, we got to get Federico, Federico on, man. Dang, I'm kinda, I want to meet this guy, man. I'm like, dang. International man of mystery. Dang, man. Yeah, he's a cool dude. That's crazy. Good show again. Yeah, good show. Yeah, man. We, we out. We're going to head out. Um, we all got to go to sleep. We got day jobs and shit. Yeah. Um, thank you all for listening. Continually listening to um, Live, Let, Thrive, your favorite show on the internet. And we hoped, <laughs> sorry we rambled on this one, talking about, you know, we're scheming with money schemes and, um, you know, yeah, we all got to get ahead. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, get that paper. <laughs> we hope that you paper, paper, paper. And we will see y'all next week. All right. Remember, find us, follow us on Instagram, Live, Let, Thrive, Share, BNB, all that. Peace. Live, Let, Thrive, out. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Live, Let, Thrive. Be sure to tune in next week for all the latest in the world of Airbnb and all that entails. Bye-bye.